Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke. Uh, this is not, if you're tuning in, this is not a live show. I'm actually going to record this show. This is the disclaimer. This is the 2022 NFL season preview show. This episode will get released next week, September 8th, at midnight. Five hours or 17 hours before kickoff of Bills and Rams, which by the way, this will count as the Thursday episode next week. Uh, The daily episodes will return starting September 6th, and you have a brand new episode of the Austin's Audit Podcast starting tomorrow at 3 o'clock out west but as far as this episode goes this is the nfl season preview show again it will get released on september 8th at midnight which is the day of the kickoff between rams and bills but for this episode it is nfl and nfl alone uh how i'm gonna do this episode it is very simple i'm just gonna give you the win totals for each team who's gonna make the playoffs and I'll even give you my early season, uh, Super Bowl pick. That will be for today's episode. Or for this episode. I should stop saying today. But for this episode, I'm just going to give you the win totals for each team. Who's going to make the playoffs? And I'm going to give you my early season preview pick. As a disclaimer, uh, yeah, I'm going to give you my early season Super Bowl pick. As a disclaimer. This is the first pick. I'm going to do the same thing after Thanksgiving. In fact, that will be the second vacation I'm going to have off during this daily stretch. I'll have uh, Thanksgiving and Black Friday. In fact, I think I'll do the Mulligan show that Tuesday. But that's way into the future. Let's get this show on the road. For this season preview show, I'm going to go ahead and start in the division for the NFC. Well, actually, I'm going to do the playoff picture first, and then I'll do the win totals and see how it all forms out. Going with the top top seed in the NFC, remember, only one team gets a bye. So the team that's going to get the bye in the NFC will be the LA Rams. Yes, that pause was necessary. I wanted to do that because I always like dramatic pauses. But I got the Rams as the top seed. The Packers as the two. I've got my Bucks for as mm, for as much as I want to believe that they can get the bye and be the one seed after being the two in 2021 and almost winning against the Rams. I do think the Bucks are going to take a step back. They'll still make the playoffs. But they'll be the three seed, and the four seed will be the Dallas Cowboys. And that's going to come down to a tie with the Bucs. And the Bucs will win this matchup in week one. But that'll be for later on in the day when I do a late night version of the show later on. But as far as the NFC goes, I got the Rams at one, Green Bay at two, Tampa at three. Dallas at four. As the wild cards go, this is where this gets interesting. I have Arizona at five. I've got Philly at six. And for the seventh seed, 
you know, I'm just not sold in a Minnesota. I'm, I'm, I understand people who like Jordan Jefferson. If he can do another thousand yard season, okay, then you've got my attention. And you have Dalvin Cook, that's fine. But I don't know if Kirk Cousins can really control Pat O'Connell's offense. So I'm not taking any of the other North Division champ, uh, Northern Division teams. Uh, the NFC South, uh, looking at it as to who will fit that seventh spot, I think the Saints might be the seventh seed purely on that defense and on that defense alone as much as Jameis has improved. And who knows what the system will look like now that Sean Payton is out of New Orleans and Dennis Allen is the head coach down there in the bayou. But I'm just not sold on Mariota or even Baker because Baker won the starting job out there in Carolina over Sam Darnold. Baker might make Carolina worth something. As long as Chris McCaffrey stays healthy, they might get eight wins. You know, they might be 8-9, and nine, but that's about it for the Panthers. And in the NFC East, I already have Philly, but the other two teams in that division, uh, Carson Wentz, no, sorry, you are damaged goods at this point. I don't think Washington, they might win some ugly games early and late, but I don't think it'll be enough offensively for Washington to at least compete for that seventh spot. So the NFC East is not going to get anything, and honestly, it's make or break it for Daniel Jones. Yes, Brian Dable is your new coach, but I don't, you know, I know he did. I know what he did for Josh Allen, but Josh Allen was... I mean, we all forget he was the seventh pick in the 2018 draft. He did have talent. It just needed to be a little refined, and now you're starting to see, and we'll get to Buffalo in a second, but now you're starting to see how talented he actually is. So I think Brian Dable can do it. I just don't think it'll happen right now. And it's a make or break it year for Daniel Jones, and so far when the pressure's been on him, Daniel Jones has faltered pretty miserably. So as far as the NFC goes, the only team I think that will get the seventh seed is the New Orleans Saints. Now what? I know. I know. People in Philly, let me let me be clear on this really quick, okay? Your Eagles are a sleeper team. I do buy into Jalen Hurts. I do like Devontae Smith. I like the trade they got with A.J. Brown during the draft. However, Jalen Hurts, and I said this during the playoff game when they were playing my Bucks on Wild Card Weekend, if he just improves a little bit as a passer, Philly will win that division. But as far as why are they the sixth and not the five, because trust me, I know people in Arizona are going to hate me for this, and that's fine. I'm not sold on Kyler Murray. I'm sorry. You're going to not have DeAndre Hopkins for six games. So you're just going to have James Conner and who? Okay. Congratulations. You got James Conner and who? And then Kyler Murray, being who he will, he'll start off early. I would not be surprised if Arizona goes 3-1 and one or 4-2. and two, Or 
not even be, you know, four and two in the first six. Let's just say that. I would not be surprised if they do that. But just like they did a year ago. Remember, they led the division a year ago until the very last week of the season, or last two weeks of the season, and then the Rams took control. I just think right now, Kyler Murray, although very slightly, Kyler Murray is better right now than Jalen Hurts is. That's about, that's the only reason. Just slightly. Not much, but from what I've seen from Kyler Murray, extremely talented, but he peters off late. Jalen Hurts, if he just improves a little bit as a passer, and then you keep that running back stable of Boston's got Miles Sanders healthy, then maybe that can change in the wild card thing. The wild card picture in the NFC might change. But right now, I'd still take Arizona over Philly for as much as I don't, and I'm not sold on Kyler Murray. I'll still take Arizona slightly. Especially after the DeAndre Hopkins suspension ends. Now, as far as the AFC... Oh, win totals, that's right. Uh, Rams, you're going to get 14 wins. So you're going to go 14-3. and three. Packers, you're going to go 13-4. and four. The Bucks, you know, Ryan Gent, the news did come out. Uh, remember, I'm recording this a week before it's supposed to. So people watching this on September 9th, they're going, wait, what? Uh, Ryan Jensen did get moved to the IR. Very not likely he'll be in for the regular season. And maybe he can make it in for the playoffs, but maybe if they make it to the divisional round or the championship game, maybe it'll happen. The only worry, and Bucks Nation, I love you guys, and I will support this team till the day I die. How <laughs> does scare me with the offensive line a little bit. We don't know who is going to replace Ryan Jensen and if they're going to be solid enough. And on top of that, you have to replace Ali Marpet and Alex Kappa. Now they traded for Shaq Thompson and he'll... Or Shaq Mason. I think it's Shaq Mason, not Shaq Thompson. Thompson was a linebacker for Carolina. Uh, Shaq Mason. They did replace Alex Kappa with Shaq Mason in a trade. But... Okay, that off with the first four games, Bucks fans. I know y'all want to cheer and trust me. I want to be optimistic and say four and zero or three and one, but in reality, it's going to be two and two. Okay, in reality, it'll be two and two. The two wins will be Dallas and uh, Dallas and uh, Green Bay. Actually, if you want to flip flop Green Bay and Kansas City. You know what, for this hypothetical situation, and that's what this show, that's what this episode's for, it's purely hypothetical, let's just say it's Dallas and Green Bay as the two wins, okay? Because you have New Orleans and Kansas City, and Saints fans, I'm going to get to why you're going to be the seventh seed in a second, it'll be a dead tie at the bottom here, so... Just to be optimistic, to be realistic, the Bucks are going to be 12 and 5. They are going to take a step back. Probably only get 12 wins. We don't know how healthy Chris Godwin will be, but it'll be 12 and 5 for the Bucks. And then for Dallas, you're going to be 10 and 7 again. 
And trust me, you're the only – well, you – the Cowboy fans and Packer fans, your teams are the only teams where I had no doubt in my mind you should still win this division. No doubt. Green Bay, even without Devontae, you should be fine. No problem. You still have Aaron Jones as a running back. You still have Robert Tanyan, who will be coming off injury. However, and, well, no, MVS is now in Kansas City. So, you did lose a couple wide receiving targets, but Aaron Rodgers could. And he's, this is where he's comparable to Tom Brady. And forgive me, viewer discretion is advised, or listener discretion if you're listening on audio. Aaron Rodgers does have the ability to turn gold out of shit. Turn, make shit turn into gold. Okay, so I do believe Aaron Rodgers could create the next superstar in that Packers system and they'll still get 13 wins. As far as the wildcard teams, uh, let's say, what did I say? Rams are going to be 14-3. and three. The Cardinals are going to be... 10 and 7, so they're going to be the highest one. They're going to be the highest wild card team. Philly's going to be 9 and 8. And if, if, and I'm speaking and out of respect for your defense, Saints fans, not out of Jameis. I've seen what Jameis can do, and yes, Jameis did show a little bit of promise before he got hurt. He showed a little bit of improvement and a little bit of promise where, okay, maybe he changed. But until I see it consistently, and maybe he will, but until then, I just think nine wins is good enough. You might sweep us again, Saints fans. You might sweep my bucks again, because especially with the offensive line issues and week two in the Superdome, it's a little shaky. Speaking as a Buck fan, it's a little shaky more for that game than, let's say, the game up in Arlington on Sunday night on 9-11. But, you know, that's how I see the NFC breaking down. Uh, in the AFC, let's go through this very quickly. In the death division in the AFC West, I have two teams getting out of that division. I got Kansas City winning the division and being the number one seed at 14-3. and I have Buffalo being the number two seed at 13 and four. I also have, let's see, AFC West, AFC East, the AFC North. Yes, I do think it's going to be a slightly better division. And I do think now that Lamar will be coming back healthy and a little more motivated to get the money, and we'll get to uh, Russell Wilson's contract extension in a second. Actually, I'll. Uh, maybe I'll save that for the Daily Show uh, later on tonight or so, or later on tomorrow. Remember, people watching this on September 9th, I'm speaking in the past here. So, I'm just over bleep, my bounds a little bit. But, as far as that goes, I got two teams from the AFC. Well, technically I have three. I have three and I'm going to explain why the third team in a second. But I got Kansas City at 14 and 3. I got Buffalo at 13 and 4. I have Baltimore at 12 and 5. And I have Indy. Yes, Indy 
winning the AFC South over Ryan Tannehill. I know Tennessee has Derrick Henry. But without A.J. Brown and without... I mean, Julio Jones did not produce much in Tennessee. And by the way, I was right about that Julio Jones deal. And now Tampa has him, so hopefully cross your fingers, Bucks fans. Maybe Julio can stay healthy and be the boss he used to be. But as far as the AFC South, and here's why I'm taking Indy, you have, you know, that division is who's the better running back. People can make the argument for Derrick Henry, and that's fine. People can make the argument that Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the league right now. I'm in the camp that says, okay, um, I'll go with whoever will have the best offensive line behind him. And right now, I would take Indy's offensive line to at least end the quarterback option. Ryan Tannehill, where the last time we saw him, he had three picks in a playoff game at home against a Bengal team that couldn't even get a touchdown or only got one touchdown in that playoff game. And Evan McPherson had to be the hero in that playoff game. So that was the last time we saw Ryan Tannehill, and I don't know how quick he's going to bounce back. Whereas Matt Ryan, a former league MVP, uh, career 62% completion percentage, you know, an average quarterback with that great offensive line that Indy does have, and a solid running game, that's going to get Indy to be at least 11-6. and six. This is where it gets interesting for the wild card, okay? The AFC... As far as the wild card goes, this is where it gets funny. Okay, Denver at 12 and 5. They will be the highest wild card team. Right there. They're the highest wild card team. Sixth spot, maybe Tennessee. Actually, I'm going to go with Tennessee just for hypothetical purposes because I do think they'll be good enough to be better than Cleet. They are better enough with. Because Cleveland, with the Deshaun Watson suspension, uh, that's going to set them back a bunch. Sorry, Cleveland, but no. Pittsburgh, I said earlier in the summer that you could be the seventh seed. But, maybe, I mean, if you're going to go with Kenny Pickett as your starter, or even Mitch Trubisky for that matter, it's just a little iffy. Plus... T.J. Watt injured, got injured during the preseason. Don't know how severe that injury is. So I'm a little shaky on the Pittsburgh thing. So as far as the seventh seed goes, or as far as the sixth seed goes, I'm going to go. I'll go with the Raiders as the sixth seed. And then the seventh seed I'm going to go with the Patriots. Yeah, they will find a way. I don't know how much better they'll improve, but if you look at the rest of those divisions, the AFC South, you automatically just can't have two because the Jags just need to build around Trevor Lawrence, and there's no way they are ready right now. And Doug Peterson, you might need more than a Philly Philly special to save this team. And as far as, let's see. I went Tennessee, I went, yeah, you know what, yeah, I had Tennessee as the sixth spot, and then New England as the seventh spot, so that's your wild card matchup there, 
Uh, 12 wins for the Broncos. 10 for the Titans. And you're going to have another 10-7 and seven for the Patriots. And it's going to go down to a AFC conference record tiebreaker. And I do think Tennessee will have the better record there. So I've got New England squeaking in as the seventh seed. And I've got Tennessee as the sixth. And Denver at 12-5 and five being the five seed. Or actually, yeah, no, I got Tennessee. I could have chosen the Raiders. It's just... We'll see what happens with Devontae and Derek Carr. Devontae Adams and Derek Carr. But uh, right now, I've got Tennessee as the 6 and New England as the 7. Now again, as a my mulligan special will be uh, for Black Friday. I won't be doing a live show that Friday, but I think I'll probably do the mulligan show and post it on Black Friday. But that'll be a month or two down the road. I'm still thinking about that. But anyway, that is the playoff picture I see happening in both leagues. So now that we have the play, at least in this hypothetical sense, now that we have the playoffs all set, let's go ahead and play out these matchups, shall we? Uh, like I said, the Rams will have the bye. The Chiefs will have the bye. They're, they'll be set to go. Green Bay is going to play, who did I say the seventh seed was? New Orleans. Green Bay will beat New Orleans. It'll be a lot closer than people think. Maybe first team to 20 will win. I'm going to go with the Packers there because Aaron Rodgers over Jameis Winston. Let's say a very healthy Jameis Winston. Okay, that's, that's still decent enough. Uh, let's see, three versus six. You're going to have a rematch of last year's wild card game. My Bucks against the Eagles. The Bucks should win this. Hopefully, if they get Chris Godwin back and healthy and ready to go, and on top of Russell Gage, you at least have a deep wide receiving room to where you can get production out of that. Plus, if Leonard Fournette stays healthy, a decent running game. So, I've got the Bucks beating the Eagles. Uh, not a... Not as the same score as the last wild card game. I'll just say 31 to 20. Yeah, 31 to 20, just to be nice. And then in the 4 or 5 matchup, I've got the Cowboys losing again because the Cowboys, for all the hype the mainstream media gives them, they will always, always poop emoji the bed. They always will poop emoji the bed. So there is no question about that. So I've got the Cardinals over the Cowboys in this hypothetical matchup. And then in the divisional round, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, you know I'm taking the Bucks, even though it's at Lambeau and who knows how this would all play out. But... I'm going to go 28-21 bucks. And then the Rams will easily take care of the Cardinals. 30-12 to 12 again. I'm going to keep saying this throughout this entire show. But this is purely hypothetical. I'm just making this part up at this point. You know, I gave you my reasons for why this playoff picture is set. But now I'm just playing around with it. Why not? We got... Okay, maybe I don't have that much time, but I got to jump through this anyway. 
from the NFC side, I've got the Rams beating the Bucks. The Rams will defend the title. And on the AFC side, it'll be the Kansas City Chiefs. I do believe those teams will play each other in Phoenix for Super Bowl 57. And the Chiefs will get their second title in four years. So yes, I've got the Chiefs and the Rams. Not my Bucks, but I got the Chiefs and the Rams playing in the Super Bowl, and I got the Chiefs winning their second title in four years. Alrighty, with that being said, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast 2022 NFL Season Preview. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, SoundCloud, Podvine, Podchaser, any audio platform where you can find this show. It's on there in some form or fashion, but it's on there nonetheless. Uh, You can also watch this show on Rumble. Just go on rumble.com. Create your account. Search for the username ADGERKE. That is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos, and click subscribe. Again, search for ADGERKE. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos, and click subscribe. And at this point, this is episode number 402, but I've got two episodes lined up. That'll be happening before then. I got Tuesday, Wednesday, and uh, later on. Or Yeah, I got two episodes that'll come up before this one gets released. But right now, this is episode 402. Uh, you can follow this show on social media, either through the Facebook page, search The Austin's Audit Podcast, It's Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast, or you follow me directly at Austin Spamonte, or you can follow me on Twitter for post-episode interaction at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke for post-episode interaction. Uh, Otherwise, that is it. Once again, thank you guys for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast 2022 NFL season preview. Until then, don't forget, this show will be back daily starting September 6th. Until then, thank you for listening, or this show is back in its daily mode, but remember, for those that are going to start watching this on September 9th, I'm speaking a lot in the past tense because I'm recording this show a week before the season, so if it's a lot of past tense like today, 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 it doesn't mean September 9th, it means today, September 1st. So once again, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys later.